No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Do you ever need guidance through life? Today we see that guidance comes by trusting in the Lord and not leading on your own understanding. Moreover, wisdom is a tree of life that leads to happiness and peace. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 2 on Simply the Bible. I love trees, especially when they mature. My wife Cindy and I just bought a new house. Actually, the house was built 23 years ago. And there are three tall river birch trees on the property. Now, my hope is to build a treehouse in one of them for our grandchildren. The Bible talks about the tree of life. It was in the Garden of Eden, but it is also a metaphor for something that brings abundant and eternal life to a person. Solomon knew that wisdom is a tree of life to anyone who acquires it. We continue in Proverbs chapter 3. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you. So Solomon says, son, do not forget my law. You see, people are forgetful. As soon as things look better, we forget the pain and the lessons of the past. But those who forget the lessons of history are destined to repeat them. He says, let your heart keep my commandments. Now, the heart is the seat of affections. If we do not love God's commandments in our heart, then we won't likely keep them. Mere outward formalism will never lead to righteousness because God is concerned with the motive of our heart. Man looks on the outward, but God looks on the heart. Now, he says that if you do this, if you keep his commandments, then you will have long life and peace. That sounds pretty good. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Now here is a beautiful balance. Mercy and truth. We see this in God. God is merciful and he's truthful. He's not so merciful that he has no truth. And he's not so truthful that he has no mercy. He balances these. And if we're going to be like God, then we will also balance them. He says, bind them around your neck. So let them be visible to others as your adornment. We should be known as people of mercy and truth. Clothe yourselves with them. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Make them part of your inner life. Let mercy and truth govern your thinking. Meditate on them. Incidentally, part of the new covenant is that God writes his law upon our hearts when we are born again rather than on tables of stone. Now, he says, if you do this, you'll find favor with God and man. Is it possible to do both? Yes, Solomon says, if you uphold both mercy and truth. It's not always possible to please both God and man, or else Christ never would have been crucified. Sometimes we please God and man hates us. 
We can also seek to please men, but then displease God. But if we focus on maintaining both mercy and truth, then God will be pleased, and so will God-fearing people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do you seek a compass in your life? Do you want good counsel and guidance in the best path to take? Here is your prescription. Now, many people have committed verses 5 and 6 to memory because they are foundational in our walk with God. Let's look at them closely. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That is, with every part of you, lean completely on the Lord. Trust in Him. Don't lean on your own understanding. Now, that is our tendency. We tend to lean on what we think. And we don't always inquire of God, and that can get us into trouble. Acknowledge God in all your ways. Now, that is the Hebrew word to know. So know God in all your ways. Know what his plan is, what his will is. How can you do that? Well, you got to know his word. You got to be in his word. You got to be letting his Holy Spirit speak to you about his will and his intention in all matters. And then finally, he will direct your paths. He will show you the way to go if you will do these things. It's a conditional promise. If you trust in him with all your heart, don't lean on your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways. He will direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be a legend in your own mind. This is where it is easy for us to take a tour off of God's path. The serpent deceived Eve, promising that she could be as God, knowing both good and evil. So when she saw that the forbidden fruit was profitable to make her wise, she ate it. And then she gave it to Adam and he ate it. Mankind has been falling for the same trick ever since. Pride comes before a fall. We think we've got a handle on this. We know best. We don't need to consult God. We don't need to bother him with this. That's the first step to leaning on our own understanding rather than on the Lord. And that leads to sin and regret. Now, there's nothing wrong with gaining understanding. We should. We should try to get as much understanding or knowledge about a situation as we can. But if we think that we've got it all down and we don't need to inquire of God, that's where we get ourselves into trouble. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Now, we may fear God. We may hate evil, which is what the fear of God is. We may even feel conviction over our sins. But do we depart from evil? Do we repent of our sins? That's the question. Now, Solomon says, if you depart from evil, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. A healthy flesh speaks of a healthy body, one that is free from illness and full of vigor. Strength to our bones speaks of a strong and courageous constitution. Our conscience is clear and without guilt or fear. We can make bold decisions because we know we are standing on the solid ground of God's truth and he is with us. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty 
and your vats will overflow with new wine. Now, if you will honor God with your income, if you will give him the first part, not the leftovers. You see, in Israel, they would give the firstborn male of their livestock and they would give a tenth of all their crops. And so this was how they would honor the Lord with their income. Now, Solomon says, if you do this, then your barns and your vats will overflow. It's interesting that this is the one area God told his people to test him was in their tithes and their offerings. And he said, test me and see if you do this, then I will open wide the floodgates and you won't even be able to contain the blessing that I pour out upon you. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. So if you feel that you are under the discipline of God, if maybe he's bringing some pain in your life, and he's allowing you to go through the consequences of your poor decisions, hey, don't despise it. That's just proof that God loves you and he's disciplining you as a father does his son. He loves you too much to let you get away with sin because sin leads to death. Now, I might see a child misbehaving in the supermarket, but I don't go and discipline that child if they're not my own. I did discipline my own children. That was proof that I loved them and that I wanted them to turn out right. God does the same thing. Jesus said to the church of Laodicea, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding, for her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. So wisdom brings happiness. How the devil lies to us and seeks to convince us otherwise. He whispers into our ear that sin brings happiness. Indeed, it may bring momentary pleasure, but it bites in the end. Wisdom brings everlasting happiness without regret. Solomon says that wisdom's proceeds are better than silver and gold. Now, he would know he had plenty of silver and gold. He was very wealthy. And yet he said, look, wisdom is better than that. He said, nothing you desire compares with her. Solomon had everything a man could desire. He had fame. He had a thousand wives. I mean, there was nothing that he wanted that he denied himself of. And yet he says that nothing you can desire will compare with wisdom. These are the benefits of wisdom. Long life, riches and honor, pleasantness and peace. Now, this is interesting because when God asked Solomon what he would like, Solomon said, I want wisdom and understanding to govern your people. And God said, OK, be, you didn't ask me for wealth and you didn't ask me for fame and you didn't ask me for a long life. So because you asked me for wisdom, I will give you all that you didn't ask for. I will give you riches and I will give you fame and you will be unlike anyone else in your wisdom. 
because you sought wisdom. Finally, Solomon says that wisdom is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Remember, he is personifying wisdom as a woman. So if you take hold of her, then she will be a tree of life. She will give you abundant and eternal life and you will be happy. All who retain her shall be happy. Wisdom is a wonderful tree of life and she is worth embracing whatever it costs you make sure you get wisdom let's close in prayer heavenly father we thank you god that you do give us wisdom through our relationship with jesus christ and through your word we pray father that we would grow in wisdom that we would seek after it wholeheartedly and that we would trust in you with all of our hearts not leaning on our own understanding but in all of our ways, looking to you, knowing you, so that you might direct our paths. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see that if you keep sound wisdom, it will protect you, and the Lord will be your confidence. And God gives grace to the humble. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.